Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors, sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. First time in a long time, but it seems like just yesterday when we were side by side. Beast mode, no one's blocking our way. <laughs> These other guys tried it, but them man ain't got the skills of Braden and Davy, brazen and raging, bringing you the thrills and spills. Right here in full gear, about to blow up like TNT. Us man are too sweet, Brady, DVP, the BD elite. Right here in full gear, about to blow up like TNT. Us man are too sweet, Brady, DVP, the BD elite. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Braden Harrington here with Davey Portman for BD Elite. Part of Up Next. Yes. Yeah. Hello, we're up next. Yeah, we are up next, but this is BD Elite. We are on whatever podcast app you found us, and of course, live. Yeah, can you just knock the light, because we're just in darkness here. We're in darkness? Yeah. What do I got to do to fix it? Just, there we go. Sometimes you got to give it a good old smack. Yeah. To make it work, maybe? No, it's, we're moving anyway, who cares? <laughs> We're live on Twitch, twitch.tv slash upnextpodcast. Hello, Twitch room. Everything's falling apart. Yeah, we don't care. We're moving. This is the last show here. Yeah, this is the last show in the the OG BDE. Welcome to the show. Yes, we are your NXT friends. But friends. We are also your Dynamite friends because now we can watch Dynamite live because... Uh, we it's it's interesting we're joining like the wrestling community again yeah we're we're doing it all uh we're finally being able to watch it live with the move of nxt to tuesdays uh this is is this week two or three i feel like it's three three Yeah. yeah yeah week three and it's been good uh who knows if it's gonna move again after these uh tv deals that have just happened well i mean we're moving so we that's the moving. most important thing is that we're fi- we finally have a spot and we'll hopefully have a, a new set in the near future that's going to be start slowly being put together and everything yes. so we can podcast even more but final podcast in the old spot right now today. Oh wait, we're recording an, a show tomorrow I think. Yes, but this is the last one live. Last one live. Last, last one Wednesday live. night. Last we, Wednesday night. Wednesday it's Wednesday, Wednesday. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Wednesdays here have always been that. So Wednesdays with the BDE will continue from the BDE Tower. Yes. How are you doing? Are you all packed? 
You went anywhere close being packed? No. No? No. I have so many wrestling shirts I need to just give away. Yeah. Throw out. Yeah. Unfortunately. Okay. Like, I have a lot of stuff. Yeah. Not, I don't have that much stuff. I'm going to throw, I'm going to purge. You throw a lot of stuff. You got to, like, just get rid of stuff. You're going to help me clean those as well? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like lightning in here with this light. Your light is really bugging you. Yeah, it's annoying <laughs> me. It's just flickering away. It means we got to get new lights. We do, yes. Uh, Fire Frank in the Twitch chat says we need to call it the BDE penthouse. Oh, would you, would you describe it as a penthouse? No. No. No, no. Uh, it's, it's the, the tower. It's the tower. Yeah. Yeah, it's the tower. It's, it's near the water. We're really excited to to move. Um yeah, uh so we're we're just kind of bu- busy doing that and we still somehow decided, "Hey, let's watch AEW Dynamite tonight." Mm. And that's what we did. So We were both exhausted today. We we tried to record our show for The Outsiders, which is coming out on uh Friday, and we were both just spent. We watched the film, loved it, can't wait to talk about it, but we sat down to record and we were just like, I need to sleep before Dynamite because otherwise we're not going to get through the night. Yeah. It's, it's like exhausting moving. Yeah, it is. Uh, we finally have like everything in order so we feel a little less stressed, but I'll feel a lot better right when we're like, everything's done. Once we're That's there. That's how I am. Yeah. Like it's like me with traveling. Well, when that was a thing, mm. when traveling, it's like, I don't, I don't feel fine until I'm finally where I want to be. Right. <laughs> I, I've always liked that, but that's just because I have anxiety anyways. But like, that's I feel like once thing. we've left this place, yeah. it'll be okay. Right, yeah. yeah. Until it's done, it's done. Yeah, I believe it when I see it. Um, and yeah, so we're we're moving and we're super excited and that's kind of what we've been doing. But yeah, what a strange uh, movie to review for a wrestling podcast. The Outsiders. With, it's brilliant. Yeah, I it's amazing. It. Uh, yeah. So, uh, sorry, was it Dustin who's... Dustin Koga. Yeah, Dustin uh, is the world champ patron on our Patreon and he chose this movie and... Uh, we both were kind of super excited, and so is uh, some of our listeners. So uh, not, not something you'd expect to hear from us, but I'm, I'm telling you, it'll be a really fun show. Talking about young Tom Cruise and Emilio. Yes. And uh, uh, Rob Lowe. Pony Patrick Boy, Swayze. The GOAT Patrick Swayze. I'm sorry. When are we going to review Point Break? That needs Whenever to be, you want. Yeah, that's going to be. Birthday's coming up. Yeah, that summer. might be my yeah. pick. Goat movie is there. But yeah, uh, Outsiders Review coming out on the Patreon for an Up Yours, as well as another episode of Was Next we mentioned, but um, uh, as well as all the, the past stuff. But the May schedule will be coming out later this week, uh, and it's got some stacked shows uh, as well. So we just got another Up Yours request. Oh, there. yeah. <laughs> uh, the next week, next month is all over the place. Yeah. Uh, well, Brandon from New Jersey, the world champ patron, he's picking Samurai Cop. Yes. Last time we had him on, we did We Come, I Come in Peace. I Come in Peace. It was a very strange movie. Dolph Lundgren, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic stuff. So I I know Brandon's, Brandon doesn't miss. So we got so. Samurai Cop. Yeah. Um, Corey picked Street Fighter. Like, it's like later one. Not yeah, the OG movie. A different yeah. Street Fighter movie. Yeah. And then we've got Robert Frith has picked Pee Wee's. Great adventure, Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Big adventure. <laughs> That's coming down in a few weeks, then later yeah. in the month. Because yeah, wow. All of that. On top of that, we've got the Zack Snyder Dawn of the Dead. Yeah, review. we yeah we chose to do that one. Yeah, Backlash two thousand and one. Yeah, to like get back into the wrestling world. That's right. And Nitro, an episode of Nitro from two thousand, featuring a triple cage war games. Holy shit! Yes, getting ready for blood and guts. Mm. We might even try to record that a little earlier. We're going to try and record Tuesday a, or something. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, all the stuff there. Only five bucks a month. North American tier gets you access to all these podcasts and everything that we've ever put out in the back catalog. But if you're a world champ, you get behind the BDE where you'll hear our hot takes on just a lot of 
interesting things. And then you get to be, uh, come on for a future guest appearance or pick for, uh, up yours, but Patreon's wildin'. It's helping us move. Yes. So thank you, patrons. Thank you. And thank you, anyone who's listening to, to us here and supporting us here, just listening, uh, helps us out. Just a reminder as well to anyone who's in the Twitch room right now, we will be taking your calls at the end of the show if you have any feedback about tonight's Dynamite, yesterday's NXT, anything within the world of wrestling. Um, we normally go for about an hour of the show, so uh, around maybe 11.15, 11.20, we'll start be taking your calls. Just don't call in on our Zoom talking about... Uh rihanna eating babies and uh <laughs> not wearing masks oh, for certain reasons God. and uh yeah. no questions about wwe referees mm, yeah <laughs> what's going on oh, it's sad. like i you're talking about the drake Wirtz video that circulated <laughs> of uh him in uh in his nxt referee shirt um calling into some council it's thing. a doozy uh, um, yeah, the Bix, uh, was put the one who, who cracked mm. this case. Uh, shout out the Bix. He's the greatest. Uh, he's, he's covering all sorts of crazy stuff and hot takes of his own. But this is an interesting thing. Uh, the story kind of came out today that it was apparent that Drake, the ref from NXT was like suspended time ago, which is oddly funny because me and you watch NXT every single week. And from time we were like, huh. Where's he gone? Where's he at? We we said it week after and week. And then since coming back, he hasn't been uh like the main referee. He hasn't yeah. been refereeing the main events, which he always did. It's Drake's Char- been the senior referee there for a long time now. I think it's Sharma who took over yeah. the, as the head ref for NXT. So yeah, uh, Drake kind of he he was still on TV and stuff mm. like that. But then yeah, this kind of interesting <laughs> thing. It's like is it QAnon stuff? Yeah, yeah. Very just. Very I mean, weird. it didn't. I don't know. It's it's hard to say. Like I don't like talking about stuff like this, but the guy didn't seem well to me when he was talking. It didn't seem like the words of like a sane person. I don't yeah. know if it, that's the PC thing to say, but yeah, he he didn't seem right for me. Yeah, it, so. yeah, it, it was kind of scary in a way. Yeah, yeah it was it's not fun to watch, but yeah, that's kind of was making the rounds, and uh, maybe he will maybe no longer be with. WWE going forward because yeah. it, it is it's one thing to to do stuff on your own time but to pr- to wear that like your 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 jogger yes. set yeah the NXT logo at work yeah on work at time. work that's messed up mm. so uh, yeah definitely and and I know people can say well you know people go off on other things at work well you, no you, you you shouldn't really do that kind mm. of stuff at work whether anything but yeah just very weird very interesting uh, but you notice how I gave credit to the Bix. Yes, because you always have to, give, got credit. to give credit. Yeah. You got to give credit in the world of in the world of absolutely wrestling. Just like our our theme song, we we give credit. We do to, uh, to D Warren. Yeah, and Shaheen, the, yeah, our exactly. buddies, our friends who've put together <laughs> our, our theme song. Uh, and this one's like the remix one, the the trap one for BD Elite. But mm. we got all the the songs. What was I doing the other day? We have the waiting room song for Twitch that I made because yes. you were using some like guitar song, and I was like, that sounds cool. And then uh, I, I I like to mess around with the uh, beat making and stuff, so I made this like current rock trap beat and we use it as our waiting room stuff but there's this like hot song out lately well every like song kind of sounds the same but like ian dior or something and i'm like wait that beat sounds exactly <laughs> like this the beat i made for it so it's clearly someone would and Trip- so they took it and didn't clearly give yeah clearly trippy red heard this song and was like oh yo that beats this waiting room twitch uh beat is a banger mm. and i gotta gotta jack that so you always you know 
But yeah, you're talking about Chelsea Green with this uh, now available for bookings artwork, quote unquote. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very strange. Uh, I I think she could potentially go on to be like a pretty big star. I I followed her for some time, especially in the Impact days. Uh, And I just kind of thought it was a little like off-putting. The, the way she kind of handled it. Uh, I myself, if I were to post something and someone said, hey, you you kind of didn't credit me, I'd feel so awful about yeah. it. I myself. Like, that's how I know how I would feel. So I would instantly, like, go, hey, by the way, this person did this for me and yeah. stuff. And I know people are like, well, it's just three pictures put together and five-minute job or whatever. I'm like, yeah. It's, but it's it takes kind of, nothing. It takes nothing yeah. to give credit. And yeah. to not just go, oh, I'm so sorry, I didn't even think. And people would be like, that's cool. And then you give the credit. It's, I don't know. I think, uh, uh, I don't think it was handled the best from her. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, and it's, that's just like little nitpicking things mm. in the world of like I, slow news day, I guess it was mm. for Twitter. But people were kind of like, hey, like you should give credit. Cause you do see a lot of wrestlers who do credit fans who send in like art, crazy artwork oh, yeah, and photography and stuff. Yeah. Photos and, and all sorts of stuff. And I get it. Cause it's, realistically, if you're taking photos of wrestlers, well, it's their, likeness you're taking the photo of in the first place so mm. there is like a weird great thing but usually wrestlers like to credit stuff yeah. and it's and it's good to see because i love all these like fan arts of whether like comics and turning wrestlers into anime or all mm. sorts of stuff like fan art is like great to see for, sure, for yeah. wrestling and stuff like that but uh yeah and same same goes with music because some of these like like wrestler rapper dudes who put wrestling into their like music and all that stuff mm. like that's that's some cool shit too lately. Uh, so yeah, um, that's kind of all we got going on. We talked about NXT last night. We were pretty high on the show, even yeah. though we're exhausted from from moving. But we stuck around to watch Dynamite here tonight. Yeah, came in with not much hyped for this for me. Um, you had Darby versus Ten in the main event, and I ahead of time was like, oh okay, Darby Allen again and Ten. All right. Um, but I, yeah, I, I this was a sleeper. I thought of an episode for me. Well, you definitely changed your tune when you heard that QT Marshall was on the card. Oh yeah, because then you perked right up. I perked right up when yeah, that happened. So that we'll get to that down the line. But let's go into some dynamite, AEW dynamite from Wednesday, April twenty eighth, two thousand twenty one, and we start off with the Page versus the Cage. That's right. Hangman Adam Page versus Brian Cage. Um, so right away, Hangman's attacked from Cage early, like right before his entrance and everything. And then he gets powerbombed on the ramp here. Uh, and then the Dark Order come out and Team Taz, they all fight and they disappear. But Hangman decides like, no, I'll start the match. Let's go. But clearly like Cage using this as an advantage and just keeps throwing him around. There's this huge like full overhead flipping German where hangman like does the full rotation looked great. Uh, it's, it's cage who goes for a standing moonsault after like gorilla pressing him yeah. and do, essentially like the ultimate warrior, uh, stuff, but goes for the moonsault, but it's the knees up from page and JR basically goes, why is this guy even doing this <laughs> stupid move? Look at the size of him. Essentially is what he says. Yeah. He didn't say it like that, but he's like, yeah, he should be doing ground and pound, not trying to fly. Look at him. Why but then he he's just like every other big guy, you know? <laughs> yeah, I get, yeah, it was just it was funny. Uh, there's a superplex from like the outside of the ring in from Cage. Again, he's just throwing Hangman around, keeps catching him. But finally, Hangman hits the Orihara moonsault. Uh, and then the buckshot, but it's blocked into an F5 for a near fall. There's some power bombs 
he's there's a one power bomb that like crushes Hangman here, flips him again, nails him with a buckle bomb, and then picks Paige up for the drill claw, and Paige gets pinned by Cage. Uh this was shocking, and I actually really liked it. We were we were talking off air about where we think the title picture is going. And we knew Adam Page is your uh top ranked right now. And you go, that feels a bit soon, and it doesn't feel hot enough yet. Like, we've already had the match before. It feels like there should be more build before you get to a Kenny and Hangman match. And now this, like, really throws a spanner in the works, because you can feel... I feel this is kind of a ranking storyline, because that's what Team Taz have always had an issue with. So it really kind of shakes things up, and puts Brian Cage up there. I... Also, it protects Hangman because he was beaten down beforehand. But the match itself, I, I really enjoyed. Uh, I think Brian Cage is like a creator wrestler. We, we say all the time, just he looks like you put someone, make him as muscly as you can and then do all these cool flips and power moves. Uh, I really enjoyed the match and I'm interested to see where it's going with this win. Yeah, the commentary pushed like, well, hey, he was attacked. Mm. Like, so it's kind of not a clean win. No. It's kind of a cheeky win here. So there's definitely a rematch mm. that has to be set up here. But uh, overall, like, I I kind of wanted that to happen. Yeah. As much, uh, Hangman's my favorite, but Paige is someone who's like delivers when it comes to these kinds of matches. And uh, the, the drill white claw, as I call <laughs> it, is still the, the coolest move. He kind of does it like a Falcon Arrow to be safer but still like dropping oh, the guy yeah. looks crazy. Uh, so hopefully we get a rematch down the line and I'm, I'm for it. We see the elite in a limo and um, it's kind of a small limo to be it's honest. It's like a little party bus kind of thing. Like they, is, they look very cramped. This was a small limo. It was. Yeah. I've been in a few limos in my life. One for prom. Yeah. And one in Vegas, and I was with John Pollock. Uh, ask John. We had a bigger limo in Vegas than this than this limo. Yeah, what here. I've learned is you've got to, if it says this limo is like four to eight people, yeah. you really want like no more than six in there. You know? Yeah. You've, you've got to go a bit bigger because these guys were all scrunched up. We were drinking outside a bar, Ellis Island in Vegas, and a limo driver saw us all like drinking and, and we were, he was like, where are you guys going? And I was like, I want to go to the Hooters Casino Hotel. He goes, for like five bucks, I'll, I'm, I'm going not, I'm going past there for five bucks. I'll give you, a, you guys a lift. <laughs> so we're like, all right. So we get in there and we'd say we're from Toronto. And then the guy's like, oh, Toronto puts on Drake. <laughs> <laughs> and it was a nice limo. This limo looked crammed yeah. for these guys. And these this is the elite. This is the elite. Yeah. They need their own bus. You, Why, well, isn't this it? Like they, they get, upgrade, they get some sure. shitty trailer. They get this thing. Meanwhile, Cody gets a like his logo his on a bus. bus. Like, That's Cody though. But this is the champion. He should be He should yeah. get his own bus, the Omega Express. Well, the elite are in the limo, and they mentioned Doc Gallows doesn't have pants on a few times. Um, Kenny says that he's feeling... No, real- it's Anderson. I oh, think. sorry. Yeah, is it Anderson? Anderson? <laughs> Either of they them. They were like, uh, you lost your titles, you don't have your tights, your pants for some reason. Or- <laughs> it's kind of like in The Hangover where it's like, hey, uh, can you can you put some pants on? I feel weird having to ask twice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Kenny says he's feeling real freaky today, but he's a little pissed off. And they don't mention the fact, really, that he is... Now, the TNA champion. They did in a graphic earlier. Yeah. They said that he's 
he recently won it and it did show him with the the impact and tna title but not he didn't have them here no didn't have anything here no there's no room for him in this tiny limo <laughs> uh so the, he says it's all about the intimidation factor between K- eddie kingston and uh all you non-sport numb nuts people you realize that wherever the elite goes the gold follows the money follows so we are unfazed eddie kingston john moxley you mother fathers you want to fight and they mentioned that Eddie Kingston can have a match tonight with Nakazawa. Yeah. Is it Michael Nakazawa? They were calling him MT Nakazawa tonight. But yeah, Michael Nakazawa. MT. MT Nakazawa. W. Well, Morrissey. <laughs> <laughs> Morrissey? <laughs> Did you hear that was Big Cass's new name? It's w. Morrissey. W. Morrissey. W. Morrissey. Every day is like Sunday. <laughs> I love Marcy, but uh, not that one. His music. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thank, thank you. Yeah, you know me. Uh, so uh, tonight, Eddie Kingston's going to fight Nakazawa. Yeah, and then there started being some honking again here, and the elite all freaked out, and Nakazawa was like, oh, I'm sorry. So it almost felt like it was a punishment from Kenny for, like, spooking them. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's bu- he's bullying his, yeah. his, his goons. We go to some of the elite are in a match up next. It is the Young Bucks going up against what they're calling the Eliminator match, which means if the team beats the Bucks, they get a title shot, yes. which makes sense. The team of Matt and Mike Seidel. You know I love Mike Your Seidel. Your favorites, Mike yeah. Seidel. He doesn't have the yoga mat, though. No. Big I, match, I, big, I, match big match, Mike. no mat. Yeah, yeah. You don't need the mat when it's a big match. Uh, so the Young Bucks come out now with this, like, upgraded wardrobe like they're all they got the dangly earrings are we getting danglies dangly earrings we get dangly earrings this summer yeah (laughs) (laughs) i'm just thinking myself with like my my bald head my ginger beard and just a dangly earring yeah it would be doc gallows (laughs) (laughs) you think i could pull off a dangly yeah you think i could this summer i think everyone's gonna pull off everything Pull off all the danglies. Got it, yeah. All dangly ones. Let's get the danglies. The danglies. <laughs> well, the Bucks got plenty of the danglies, and they got like the leather jackets. Uh, they they must shop at the same place. Like Seth furry Rollins ski goggles. It's the exact on same jacket. Like as, yeah. It's Seth Rollins' jacket. It's the same jacket. Yeah. They they clearly like are like, hey, we like these. <laughs> we heels <laughs> now, Seth. Where did you get your heel jacket? <laughs> I wonder if they do share like where they get things. Like, yeah. oh, I got this one deal. You got to check this out and. Johnny Gargano was like, hey, JCPenney's got that I know <laughs> when Finn kind of first went to NXT and Jericho interviewed him, they had a whole chat about uh, light-up jackets because Finn wore one right. in New Japan. And they were like talking about, so how's your wired? How is yours wired? And you pay how much? Like, oh, my God. oh interesting. And just <laughs> Should we get light-up jackets with danglies? BDE on the back. <laughs> Lights light up, up danglies. Light up danglies. Ralph Raccoon dangly earrings. Oh, that'd be great. There you go. Uh, so Mike uh, Mike and Matt Seidel going up against the Young Bucks here. Uh, and it's Mike and Matt who start off. And Mike keeps trying to get the upper hand on Matt who gets a little pissed off. Matt Jackson gets some upper hand and starts thinking he's Michael Hayes. He's doing like all the classic yeah. like Doc Hendrick stuff here. Uh, at one point, the Young Bucks attempt twin magic. 
Yes. <laughs> and the ref is kind of like very weird. The ref was like not buying it. He's like, wait a second, well, you weren't the one. Like you're not the one who's in the match. But then Matt comes back. Uh, sorry, it's it's Mike who finally tags in Matt and hits some spinning heel kicks to both of the Bucks. So, yeah, the ref goes like Matt swaps with Nick, so Matt's now in the ring, but it's Nick who's the legal guy. Rick Knox looks. Definitely does a look where he's like, hey, that's not you. And then just lets it go. And Matt's the, like, illegal man, but wrestling the match for the rest of it. It's very odd. Ah, yeah. I, he Maybe he just doesn't know them apart. But he kind of clocked it. He was like, oh, you're you're not Nick. He's like, ah. And he was like, ah, oh, whatever, I don't care. You sign my checks. I'm not paid enough here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the match continues with Mike's, uh, sorry, Matt Zydell hitting this beautiful fisherman buster uh, for an airfall. There's the jawbreaker reverse DDT combo. And then they do the Seidel double knees off the top, like in unison here, mm. like pandas. And they fly off the top <laughs> with the Meteora here uh, for a near fall. There's a crucifix for like a 2.999 here. Uh, there's then a Rana off the top. And then this is where uh, Matt Jackson gains control as Mike Seidel is about to go for some sort of move on Matt. Matt Jackson does the splits and straight up punches Mike Seidel in the dick. The, yeah. The Johnny Cage Mortal Kombat fatality. Dick punch. The dick punch. Looks at the camera in what I, I howled at this so much that what a great moment in wrestling here. Uh, gets out of it. Uh, then they hit like a bunch of super kicks, the BTE trigger and the young bucks win the match here and right away are welcomed with um, Na- is it Nakazawa and Cutler yeah. with the the ice packs and the cold spray, the cold spray and everything? Yeah, uh, but the Bucks beat the Seidels in a fun little match. Yeah, really enjoyed this. The Bucks have great chemistry with Matt Seidel. Like, obviously, we recently talked about that six man tag from PWG a few years ago. Um, I I found it very enjoyable. I much prefer the Bucks in this heel role because they can still do all their flashy shit, but it's just being arrogant about yeah. it. I think they're so much more entertaining. Me too. Role. It fits them better. Like they look kind of like the way they act are kind of dicky, yeah. dickish, like dickheads. And it's fun. It's more entertaining. I definitely see people hating this, but I think they're, it fits them way better. And it's just yeah. kind of still the start of this tur- like run because they're going to get more and more into this like character. But, uh, love the Johnny Cage like thing. Cause the fact that he did it, like he does the, the splits to yeah. do it like you got to be able to do that and it's like that's pretty fucking yeah, funny as fun. he looks at the camera like i don't know what he says something like flawless victory probably or those are 500 dollars sunglasses <laughs> asshole <laughs> listen to our moral this ref review. sucks this ref sucks he, All didn't, the refs he suck. couldn't tell who's legal and he missed the dick punch yeah or did he because it's straight he's up just like ah whatever yeah you're the young buck you're not even the legal man but <laughs> what do i care rick knox <laughs> I've paid my dues already. Uh, so uh, the the music hits, though, of SCU. Kazarian and Daniels come out and they say, hey, new Young Bucks, we, we've been with you for a while. And we, 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 we know when you guys turn into the new Young Bucks again, that means a new attitude, a new questionable wardrobe changes because they're making fun of their, their heelish gear. And we, we've been saying that if we lose as a tag team, that we're finished as a tag team and we stand here undefeated. So why don't you put the tag team titles on the line? So I'm glad they've brought this story back because yeah. I know this is something that I think has been kicking around on dark and dark elevation, but we haven't seen much on dynamite since they brought it up the first time. So 
I think this is good. This is the eventual probably double or nothing match, I imagine. And will SCU split? Right. Yeah. And so Daniel's, maybe Daniels kind of takes more of a backseat in the producer so. role. Because apparently he's been doing a killer job uh, yeah. doing whatever he's doing back there. So, uh, yeah, I can say this is the right way to do this. And if you are going to do the storyline, it makes sense to do it with the Bucks. I think so. Over any other tag yeah. team. So, yeah. They've got a lot of history as well, don't they? Yeah. So. Uh, like, you realistically, like on paper, you're like, oh, again, SCU and the Young Bucks. Like, how many times have we seen this match? But it's like, all right, You put on. those stakes on it, though, yeah. that this is the last time... It ever really SCU are either going to have one more title reign or that's the end like it's what a match to go out on yeah right I'd be in- I'm interested in seeing that we go to our next match which some would say is a dream match I'm pretty sure have they not fought before these two I was well, sorry what's the next match Penelope Ford and Chris <laughs> I'm sure they fought before they have fought before no oh, Orange Cassidy and Penta yes oh sorry yeah we just missed uh, the Jade promo as well which uh, if you watched last week's Jade promo yeah it was the same Jade promo she wants a manager but she don't need no manager she's her own boss but if you want to be a manager she'll listen to you because she kind of wants a manager but don't tell her what to do because she's the the real bitch in charge, or she's the head baddie, yeah, in charge, pretty much. Yeah, she still doesn't she have. She sounds that. great, but I don't know. I can't tell if she wants a manager or not. So they don't have, um, like, she clearly just doesn't have a manager yet. Mm. She's waiting for one. She can't find one. She's waiting for one, but she don't need one. She don't need no manager. No. <laughs> <laughs> the dream match <laughs> of Orange Cassidy and Penta. Yeah, I'm not too sure if these guys have mixed it up one-on-one here, but uh, I'm kind of interested They in said they hadn't, yeah. which is crazy considering uh, those few WrestleMania weekends, um, these guys were on every single show. Yeah, they're always so on. So it's crazy that they haven't really mixed it up before. It's no fear versus no fucks here with Penta and the insert promo with Alex, who's like, Penta says that we're going to beat you into a pulp. And that, uh, they're talking more about Trent's mom. And you know, that's a no, no. You don't no. talk about, you don't talk about people's moms no. at all. And specifically Trent's mom. So we have the standoff, Penta and Orange. And it's Orange Cassidy who's teasing to put the, the hands in the pockets, but Penta doesn't let him and then tells him, Zero. Zero. Like, no, I want to do my hand thing. I said to you that this is kind of a dream match for me, at least. <laughs> and this is what I imagined yes. exactly happening. Psychology. <laughs> Ring psychology here, where both of them are doing the spots. Orange trying to put his hands in his pockets, and Penta stops him and then goes, hey, zero, miedo, and then gets more aggressive with it. And it repeats and repeats and it repeats. And then it's finally Orange who goes for it again. Penta does the classic build-up to take off the glove. Zero, Miedo, and then he takes Orange Cassidy's shades off. Sorry, he takes his glove and throws it, and Alex catches it. Mm. So so then Cassidy takes off his shades <laughs> and throws it, and Trent is nowhere ready to catch it and just stands there like, oh, I wish I caught that there. Great stuff. Orange Cassidy finally puts his hands in the pockets, and they start off fighting here, and it's while his hands are in his pockets, Orange Cassidy is flying around and somehow hits this crazy... Like arm drag while still having the hands with his in the hands pocket. in his pockets. It's like crazy. what the hell? So this is like mixing comedy, but with like 
some crazy lucha style oh, wrestling. Yeah. Orange Cassidy has to be tra- isn't is he was he was trying to yeah lucha, he yeah. is like so great matchup here. Uh, so they're going back and forth. Penta um, gets like embarrassed because Orange does the fake headlock with the pose of a thumb. <laughs> so Penta takes his thumb and bites it. So now this is getting nasty here. Um, there's then a spot where Orange Cassidy sends Penta to the outside and goes for the tope suicida. And I've never seen this in wrestling, but. Penta counters the suicide dive with a gorilla press. This was nuts. Like a Crazy. military press here. And didn't even, like feel like he bent his arms just like had him immediately right up it was crazy yeah this looked great this was very impressive then drops him on the apron here uh then they go to commercial break and it's penta just fucking him up with like super kicks and working different body parts but when we come back it's penta hitting him with a brain buster and then the penta driver which is like the pump handle half nelson flipping made in japan i made think in japan yeah. yeah but looks crazy but kick out at two the arm breaker is blocked because orange cassidy just decides to put his arm in his pocket (laughs) his hands in his pocket great spot again there's a super kick battle and then a destroyer from penta but then the beach break and again it's like back and forth here uh it was pretty crazy actually that the back and forth was non-stop for quite a while crazy ddt from casting where he's just spinning all around him a diving ddt a satellite ddt uh and then alex on the outside grabs the mic and says hey Penta says you got to treat moms right, like Sue and all this kind of jargon. And Orange gets pissed and punches him, uh, but then grabs the mic. And then Trent pulls Alex out of the way. Gets a little too contrived here. And then it's Orange who hits Penta with the microphone, kind of getting some payback there from a few weeks ago or last week. And and it's Penta who gets beat by Cassidy here on Dynamite. I I love this. I thought this was great. Um there's this is comedy done well for me because it it did make sense in the match both both Penta and Orange Cassidy use all their theatrics for uh to play mind games with the opponents to put the person off it's not like Cassidy actually believes when he does a soft kick that he's hurting the person he's doing it to fuck with you to right. wind you up and Penta's very much the same so I thought the whole beginning of this match was so much fun with all that and I quite liked Cassidy cheating for the win here because they were going to fuck him over. So Trent passing him the mic for the win. I I quite like that. I I thought this was a really good match. And Penta showing strength I haven't really seen from him. Yeah, before. where did this come from? Some of, I mean, I know Orange Cassidy's not like the biggest guy, but Penta was like lifting him around oh, in yeah. lots of different moves. I, I this always guy's been eating twelve dozen eggs every morning <laughs> to, to get large. To get large yeah. yeah, Penta Penta is one of my favorite wrestlers. Full stop. Lately, and this this was one of my favorite Dynamite matches. I did not like the ending though. It kind of it kind of soured me. I was like, oh. Mm. This was com- this was coming along as like one of the best matches I've seen this year, mm. and then the ending really kind of put a stink on it for me. So I'm hoping maybe we get a rematch. But the 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 the, the beginning is already it already happened. Oh, yeah. So like I just thought this was this was really fun. This was very. Good. I actually really like this a lot, and Dream Match definitely kind of delivered for me, uh, even though I didn't really like the finish. But really, really want to see more of like the best friends tie up with the the Death Triangle. But we're not really sure if they're heels because Hen- Pent is the heel, but. Penta's the heel. Yeah, Death Triangle seems very loose right now. Yeah. You you kind of think they're over and then they'll team up again. But yeah, Phoenix and Neville, sorry, Pac, sorry, was next. <laughs> uh, seem like baby faces for sure. Yeah. Uh, I, I want to go to Penta and Ray Phoenix's uh, store 
in California. Yeah. It looks lit. We go to Britt Baker backstage with Rebel, and she's mentioning the ratings system, and that means she's rated number one. Ranked number one, sorry, not ratings. And it's time to remind people that she is the face of the women's division here in AEW. So I will she Sheeta later. <laughs> Yours truly, number one. So she's calling out the champion. She wants the title. She's coming for it. Oh, yeah. Sheeta later. And hear exactly how Britt Baker got to number one by listening to Shot in the Dark. <laughs> that was released today. John Ceno running over AW Dark, AW Dark Elevation, ROH, New Japan Strong, NXT UK, you name it, summed up in 15 minutes. Does he watch Young Rock? I don't. I think he did to start with. Is he going to watch the WWE anime show that's coming There's out? There's an anime show? <laughs> There's like all this stuff coming. Oh, that sounds fun. Is he going to watch MLW? Probably. He's going to yes, MLW. He's going to MLW. They do their show with Vice and yeah. stuff. But yeah, Shot in the Dark. Listen to all we the dark. We can't even go to BMV and there's John Cena going to MLW. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I hope he has fun. Yeah. We'll FaceTime him. We go to Tony Schiavone in the ring. Are you ready? For the blood and guts parlay. Let's go. What is a parlay? Because I've seen Pirates of the Caribbean and they, they talk about the parlay. Parlay is when the inner circle and <laughs> the pinnacle meet in the ring with Tony Schiavone to talk over battle plans. Like a parlay is I think, like... I think we. I think it's that. We kind of saw a parlay in uh, The Outsiders, right? It's kind of discussing... Okay, what are the rules? Are there going to be weapons involved? Is this straight up fist fight? Oh, I think I think like that's Anchorman when they go look. There's no touching of the face or hair. <laughs> yeah, kind of. It's so here. It's like right. Who's we're going to decide who's going first? Right. Uh, we're going to talk out. I I think that's what it is. Yeah. Parlay. I could just go Google define parlay. No, I learned it. I told you, Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh yeah, learned taught every taught me everything. Yeah, in those movies. Is that's what it is? Yeah, it's putting stakes on. Yeah, like something. hey, letting you know like no. No weapon, no guns, no knives, just a straight up fist fight. A discussion or conference, especially one designed to end an argument or hos- of or hostilities between two groups of people. Yeah. Yeah. Parlay. So Parlay. in other words, who's got the advantage? In the war games. Yes. I mean, blood, blood and, and guts. guts. <laughs> so the pinnacle come out to pineapple chance. You know, Jericho is like, guys, I need you to get that over. <laughs> it's a funny joke. It's funny. Working. I promise. The inner circle come out, which we think they're coming out on motorcycles, but that this that's just their security when yeah. they come out. But they looked good. Uh, all, all all involved here looked pretty good. Uh, wardrobe considering. Like, they had great outfits. Jericho with a great jacket. Oh, yeah. It didn't light up, but it was good. No, it looks good. Yeah. Probably very hot out there right now. Yeah, what a bad thing. Yeah. Yeah. Our weather's coming nice here. I don't think I'd want to wear a big heavy leather jacket in Florida heat. Jericho looked good though. I would, if you look that good, why not? Okay. Uh, we didn't mention Jericho's shoes. Oh, they didn't really match the outfit at all. That's what I loved about it. I love mix and match. They're just Jericho, red sneakers. Jericho's that meme we saw in Middle Class Fancy where the guy goes to a fucking Chili's <laughs> and he's wearing these fucking Jordan, crazy Jordans. And it's like, I'm wearing these Jordans in case I got a dunk on a motherfucker at Chili's. <laughs> that was Jericho, this old dude yeah. in fucking great red shoes. Uh, Brandon from New Jersey needs to tell me what shoes these are yeah. so I can get the same red ones. To wear with your leather jacket. Yeah, mm. but then I'm going to get a red hat to match, okay. so I look like Fred Durst. 
Nice. <laughs> Crack at it. <laughs> we were listening to that before the show. Great song. So we were discussing the lyrics. We weren't sure what they actually yeah, were. Yeah, me. I'm a crack addict. <laughs> like he likes cracking skulls. I'm addicted to crack. Yeah. <laughs> I can't remember the last line. I don't know, but someone clipped that. We start off here with Tony Schiavone with the, the coin flip. He's got a coin to flip here and to see who gets advantage. And Sean Spears smacks it off his hands and smacks it to the ground and grabs a mic and says, we deserve the advantage because we we took you guys out. We we were suckered into this match in the first place and we we we're taking advantage. He doesn't even give them a chance to, to say it. They're mm. like, he's like, no, we're taking advantage. And says, Sammy Guevara, when was the last time you even wrestled? Huh? And... I'm going to be the one to put you down. You you come back and I'm taking you out instantly. I'm going to be the one to step on your head while you're drowning. Sammy Guevara replies, I don't believe you. Why should I? Because you're a failure. And you were a failure when you got here. And you were a failure where you used to work too. Ooh. Burn. Cash grabs the mic. He says... Santana and Ortiz, please don't bring this version of you two, this soft, complacent Jericho lapdogs. Bring bring the old Santana and Ortiz, because if you bring the ones you are now, you won't make it out. And Dax grabs the mic. Everyone's cutting promos mm. here, because it's a parlay. Dax mentions that he's got a family at home, and he he already warned them. He talked, he gave them the talk that like, hey, daddy's going to war, and it's going to be fine. But I'm not afraid to die because I warned them. And we know that you guys have kids at home. And, well, I want you to hold them close and whisper in their ear that daddy ain't coming home. So this pisses off Proud and Powerful. Never mention another man's children. Never. No, never. So Santana's pissed and says, seven days, you'll be locked inside a cage with us. Have you ever been locked up? We have. Well, I think the whole world has now, mm. especially us here in Ontario. Different kind of locked up. No, not not at Daly's place. <laughs> he says, we will let our hands do the talking. They're trying to, Ortiz calms him down like, no, 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 save it. They're just trying to get in your head. They're trying to rile you up. MJF grabs the stick and says, Jericho, you've created AEW. Without AEW, there wouldn't be that bridge for the lapsed fan to come over and join watching us. So you you have this spot, but you have this stress and paranoia. We can see it. You're exhausted when you come out here week by week with your bloodshot <laughs> eyes. Yes, real exhausted. He says, heavy lies the crown, Jericho. Well, you're a prick, says Jericho. He cuts him off. He says, it's my time here because he's not letting MJF take his spot. He says, I've traveled the world and I've earned respect. You don't know anything about that. And you think you're going to beat me, but you're not going to do that. We are blood and guts. And Tully tries to cut him off. And he's like, no, you don't get to cut me off. I'm not letting you Poor speak. Tully. Yeah, fuck him. Everyone else. <laughs> so Hager, Hager and Wardlow didn't get to talk. Right? They want to talk. I don't know. Uh, Jericho mentions that Hager saved his life in like. What the fuck was this? What did okay. he say? Yeah. He, no, I've got. Yeah. He goes um, on a trip in Abu Dhabi. Hager saved me from threatened assassination in Abu Dhabi in 2012. I I googled this. I can't find anything. I know he he disrespected a flag, but was wasn't that in Brazil? Yeah. yeah. But I I type in Jericho, Abu Dhabi. Yeah, weird. Twenty twelve assassination. <laughs> Be careful! The government's going to be watching what you search. 
Yeah, I don't know what he was mentioning here with Hager saving his this life. This is very but, odd. But hey, maybe there's a story. Talk is Jericho. Uh, <laughs> okay, two hours ago. All right, there's a news report. A news report now? What do you mean okay. a news report now? I don't now? trust the source here. Oh, God. Well, it ends with Jericho saying, it, forget about the summer of love because it's going to be the summer of violence and summer starts early for you. So next week, seven days is blood and guts next week yes. on Dynamite. I thought this segment was awesome. I thought everyone, uh, even the people that I don't really think as much of their promo usually, like um, like Sean Spears and Out of Cash and Dax, like Dax is the one who is the promo guy for me, but I thought Cash sounded great here as well. I thought everyone bought it. There was some really great lines from everyone. Um yeah, I'm I'm really excited for this match now. I thought everyone delivered it. Here. Yeah. Everyone was like This made it feel important. It made it feel like an actual like this is how you would promote a match next week. Like, mm. hey, this is you you're letting everyone get one little two lines in against their co opponent like the guy they have to face off against, like the tag team, yeah. Sammy and Sean and, and so forth. But Everyone got like their digs in, their lines in, some great promo work from everyone. Even if like even Sammy, who who you don't really see talk like cut serious serious promos mm. too too often, like kind of showed some shine here as well. It's kind of his first like big baby face promo. Yeah, exactly. I'd say. Um, I thought he was great. Santana, I just I hope this guy becomes a big star one day because I just think this guy sounds great whenever he talks he always looks so fucking cool yeah. as well um i think this guy could be huge well they get, i forgot to mention that sammy agrees and gives sean spears advantage yeah. and says you come in i'll come in first i'll start the damn thing so sammy's starting first at war game uh, sorry blood and guts blood and guts next week we go to michael nakazawa sorry m mt nakazawa mt nakazawa who comes down, he's got his laptop, he's in his polo shirt, he's not ready to wrestle at all. And in comes Eddie Kingston, who has a mic and says, stop, stop the music, stop this sports entertainment crap, I'm not doing this, no, 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 get out of the ring, and calls out Kenny. Kenny comes out and says, we're the ones who's, who's mad at you, what are you What are you mad at me for, Eddie? Like, sorry, we broke your ankle, like, sorry, no, we're mad at you, because you keep, you're annoying us. As he's distracting him, Nakamo- N- uh, Nakazawa uses the, the, Nak uses the Mac here and attacks, uh, Eddie Kingston from behind. But Eddie comes back with an exploder and then a back fist. And this is where Kenny decides to call out the other goon, Brandon Cutler, who gets thrown into the tunnel by John Moxley, who shows up, attacks Kenny Omega. Uh, they beat him up and they, they put his leg in the chair. And they yell at Don Callis that if you don't give us a match, we'll break his ankle right now. So Don has to agree to this. Yes, 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 he says. And they make the match. So next week is a is a tag match between. Well, well they, f- first he uh, first they threaten Nakazawa. Right. Yeah, they threatened and to Kenny's do Kenny's like, I don't care. Like you can snap his ankle, but then they managed to beat down Kenny as and well. And they try to do it to him, yeah. but no one's ankle got snapped. No one's ankle got snapped. But uh, yeah, should have. They were like. They were lying down there forever. Kenny was really mean to Nakazawa. Yeah, I'm pretty cold on this, to be honest. Um, I feel it doesn't feel important anymore, the title. Like, because we've had the Mox match. So this kind of feels less than for me. Yeah. Um, And I didn't like Kenny just after a few punches, he's down on the mat forever waiting to decide whether they're going to snap his ankle or not. 
Uh, there wasn't really much force holding him down there. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I think I'd, I'd personally rather see Kingston and Mox maybe go and focus on the Bucks or something like that. I think that feels a bit more fresh, but, uh, yeah, it's not really doing it for me right now. It's not. It's not too exciting. It's kind of like Mox. You were gonna leave, so it's like Ke- Kenny should be going on to two other things. Yeah, and you're like a challenger for the pay per view. It but. just it doesn't feel like an important title right now. Like the TNT title feels like a big deal on Dynamite, but even though Kenny's like the guy, I don't know. It just feels like a bit of an afterthought recently. And poor Nakazawa. Oh, poor guy. I mean, I'm seeing uh, in the Twitch chat that it's obviously not uh, a MacBook. It was just like a PC laptop. It's cheaper right. to use yes. as, a, as a weapon. But once you go NAC, you never go back. <laughs> yeah. Nakazawa and Kenny Omega versus Kingston and Moxley next yeah. week. Uh, so maybe uh, maybe this will lead to another TV title match. Maybe. Down the line. We see Team Taz backstage, meaning just Taz, who's talking about how Cage beat Paige, but Christian shows up here and Christian says like, Hey, I beat your boy Hobbs. And, but Taz says, you got lucky. And Christian kind of says, Taz, you were one of the baddest dudes tapping people out, making people go to sleep. You made it look easy. And now you're just leeching off people and you wish you could do what I could do, but you can't. And, uh, if people weren't with you, they'd be better off. So Christian teasing a Taz match. Yeah, I guess. I doubt that's happening. (laughs) Uh, So Christian's still feuding with Team Taz a little bit here. Everyone's feuding with Team Taz. He runs his mouth a lot. Hangman, Christian. Everyone. Darby again, probably. They're always feuding Team Taz. Excalibur. (laughs) No, Excalibur and Taz. Matthew. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Taz and Excalibur have a great time on Botchamania every week. They do. So it's fine. We go to our next match. Chris Statlander versus Penelope Ford. Kind of a grudge match rematch here. Statlander has been taken out, returned, and attacked Ford in the arcade anarchy, and she's here tonight. Uh, Statlander takes control of Ford, huge power slam, military press just dropping Penelope Ford here, uh, then fakes a suicide dive and then does the noise nose boink. Uh, but then Penelope goes for these knees, which is blocked, but eventually does hit them like a Meteora style to the apron uh, sandwiching Statlander with the knees there. It looked cool. Uh, they go to a break, but when we come back, they're exchanging forearms. Statlander hits a blue thunderbomb for a near fall. Penelope hits her with a German suplex. Statlander hits this weird, like, pump handle into, like, a flip-out. Like, they call it the solar eclipse. Mm. Kind of looks weird. Doesn't look like it really hurts <laughs> too much, but it looks cool. Penelope kicks out, but then Statlander eventually, after Kip Sabian tries to get involved, I think Orange Cassidy... Is it Cassidy who gets him, stops him from... Cassidy stops Kip, yeah. And then Statlander who hits the Big Bang Theory, the bastard driver, for the win, pinning Ford. The alien wins. This wasn't bad. I'm not particularly high up on Penelope Ford, but I thought this was a pretty decent match, actually, between these two. And the women's division's definitely becoming in much better shape than it was. And I think Chris Statlander's adding to that as well, and it's it's good she's back. Yeah, I'm a big fan of Statlander. Um, Penelope Ford looked fine in this as well. Yeah. It, it kind of just... One of her better matches, I thought. Yeah, it had some cool stuff. I'm I'm interested in seeing where they, they go down the line. But overall, it was it was cool. Statlander does have some cool cool moves, the Blue Thunderbomb and stuff. I just want more alien puns in names of her moves. That's all I want. Yeah. Like, if you're an alien gimmick, you got to go. What else would you call? Like, the spaceship, the UFO. I mean, she could just do the UFO, the mm. spinning thing. Uh, I don't know. What other... Is there other alien... 
I'm trying to think. Ah, oh, maybe a instead of the bulldog, a pool dog. You know that film, Paul? <laughs> really? <laughs> Out of all alien movies, that's what comes to mind. The Paul? best alien film. That is not. <laughs> that's not the best alien movie ever. Paul. No. It's the best alien film. Come on. No, it's definitely Seth not. Seth Rogen, Simon Pegg. Seth Rogen's not in Seth it. Seth Rogen's the alien? Paul, oh, yeah. He? he's Is he? Isn't he? Oh, man. No, that's definitely not the best alien well, na- movie. Name me, name me three alien films better than Paul. E.T., Mars Attacks, uh, The Fourth Kind really scared me. Oh, what was the one in the sky? Something in the sky? It's terrifying from the 90s with the guy. Fire in the Sky. Fire in the Sky. Fire in the Sky. Mac and, Mac and Me. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Alien. Yeah. <laughs> aliens. <laughs> alien. <laughs> all of the aliens. Predator. You think these are all better than Paul? <laughs> That's such a random favorite alien movie Is would be Paul. Like, I think I've seen it once and I was like, yeah, cool. I saw it on a plane. <laughs> and it stayed with me. <laughs> Spoke to me in a way that Sigourney Weaver couldn't. Yeah, Fire in the Sky, Frank is with me in the chat. He's like, yeah. I like Signs. That movie scared me, man. Signs is such a good You know the scene that scares oh, everyone. Oh, yeah. The scared the birthday shit out of party. Me. He's behind. And then the, yeah. the camera shows and the alien just walks by. It's, it's like, ah, oh, that movie's I think great. we talk about it like once every three months. Signs? Should we just review it? <laughs> yeah, we or should. Or Mel Gibson movies not allowed? <laughs> Maybe that could be uh, the read-along. <laughs> signs? Yeah. <laughs> We'll think of a few, we'll put it up to a vote. Yo. Just no Tarantino. <laughs> I don't even think you have uh you have explained what the read along is, but we've of, said too much. Yeah, we're thinking of uh along with our Beauty and the Beast sing along we're gonna do next month for our patrons. Uh we're thinking of doing a like a live script reading where we'll cast one of our favourite films with our patrons and just read the film for a night. And you wanna do signs? Maybe. You'd rather do oh, Paul. Paul. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not fucking doing either of them. <laughs> Maybe if you're going to do like a scary, it would be The Sixth Sense. Moreover, the I, I just want to hear Fire Frank say, I see, I see dead, dead people. people. <laughs> <laughs> when? Uh, you know, just... <laughs> <laughs> Paul. Now and then. Paul. Paul is not the best alien movie ever. So Statlander needs to name a move after Paul. And obviously, you you think the Paul dog. Paul dog. Yeah, that doesn't even sound like it. No one would know what that means. <laughs> like, isn't there a dog in Paul as well? Like, what's the name of the actual alien in Aliens? Like the Xenomorph or whatever. Like maybe make a Cliff. Xen- <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Shout out aliens. I'm scared of aliens. We talked about aliens on our behind the BDE mm. show, and we we talk about we probably are aliens. Mm. We could be. Oh, I've got a good one though. For what? For Statlander. Okay. The Texas Cloverfield. Oh, see. Okay, that's good, that's right. Lit. Yeah. yeah, there you go. Not as good a film as Paul though. <laughs> Cloverfield is way better than Paul. <laughs> Is that technically aliens? What? Cloverfield? Cloverfield? Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. We go to 10. That's the guy's name. Preston Vance from the Dark Order. It's a little video here promoting his match against Darby for the TNT title later tonight. He's talking about Brody and how he was handpicked to join the Dark Order and shows him how he's close with Negative One, who's there as well, and just kind of hyping him up for his his match. He wants to take the TNT title back to the Dark Order where it belongs. We see the Nightmare Express 
Mm. That's right. The coach, the big bus. The big bus with Cody's neck tattoo on it. And his dog. And a picture of Pharaoh as well, <laughs> which is amazing. This I love guy it. is so weird. I love him. I love Cody Rhodes. The only issue so is much. when the door opens, it's not Cody Rhodes or the Nightmare family. It's the factory, meaning QT Marshall. In a lovely blue jacket. Yeah, with their new logo, like mm. the F looks like the cat looks like Sega. It's kind of cool, yeah. The blue white lines. Yeah. <clears throat> so it's QT, it's Nick Camarado, Anthony Agogo, and Aaron Solo. Aaron Solo, and they come off the bus here, which when they come down to the ring through the side area, this pisses off the actual Nightmare Collective family thing. Nightmare Collective. Wait, no, was that something different? The Nightmare. That we've was had Brand- so many that was Brandy's thing. Yeah. We've had so many nightmares. Uh, so this match is a six-man tag being Dustin, Billy Gunn, and Lee Johnson versus QT, Nick Camarado, and Solo. Um, and they're pissed off because they clearly commandeered their, their bus. So it's Nick Camarado who's beating up on Billy Gunn here, bear-hugging him, kind of throwing him around. At one point, Lee Johnson's on fire, sends everyone to the outside and hits a corkscrew Onto everyone, which looks pretty cool. Anthony Agogo gets involved, who's not technically in the match, with a gut punch to to Ago- uh, to uh, sorry to uh, he, Lee Johnson and then yeah. Billy Gunn, which then it's Lee Johnson who's rolled in and gets pinned by QT, meaning the factory beat the family. And I love that it's QT that just picks up the scraps. There's nothing. Um, I quite enjoyed this. I thought Lee Johnson was the star here. I thought he looked great, uh, especially at the beginning when he was kind of tearing off against QT uh, with those punches. I thought I thought he impressed, and I think he could be really good down the line. QT, you know, I know you. Well, love QT. I already love QT. I think he's a main eventer for me. But I'm saying <laughs> Lee Johnson down the line. Yeah, all of these guys are like uh, like the the newer guys. Like, yeah, I'm yeah, quite enjoying it. It gives some for something for them to do. Absolutely, and, and I'm I'm fine with all these factions. That's how I like. Like New Japan does the factions and teams and groups. Yeah. That's what I like. It makes sense. Why wouldn't you do that? Why wouldn't you have teams? Absolutely, everyone needs a team. Yeah, right. Doesn't mean all these teams need to be main event. Yeah, but uh, I I really like these both these teams actually. After this, it's the Gun Club who come out to attack QT, meaning the Gun Kids, Austin and uh, Colby Gun Colton, Colton, uh, like MGK's real name. They come out and they they start beating up QT, and he retreats. So he runs up like the side entrance thing, and he goes back to the bus. But beautiful drop kick from Colton. Oh yeah, well. he got huge. Like hype. Maven would should be worried. Like uh, looking at that, Maven should be worried probably for a few other reasons. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, pretty good drop kick. Yeah. Um, so QT goes up to the truck, but someone's in the truck as the door opens. And are you ready? It's Cody. That's right. I was Co- half <laughs> expecting Pyro to go off all around him as well. <laughs> and the Snoop Dogg His song just hits. Yeah. Uh, it's Cody Rhodes. He returns. He beats up QT. He chases him up on top of the bus. Yeah. They are on top of the Nightmare family bus here fighting and cody rhodes put QT puts qt marshall in the figure four on top of the bus you know it hurts more it hurts way more on a bus if it's on a bus yeah it's on an announce table it hurts way more and qt gets beat up cody stands tall does his pose on the top of the bus looks epic what an epic shot and they announce next week it's cody versus qt 
at blood and guts yeah yeah uh this is fun um i i feel like we're gonna get some sort of gimmick match down the line though this is the second time the the bull rope's been introduced as well i think nick camarado brought it out this week um i'm wondering if maybe we'll get a dustin qt bull rope match at some point or or something and even uh in our little chat group like memories went back to that dustin Rhodes in the back of a truck driving on the motorway it 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 was going it was driving when it was happening yeah Yeah. (laughs) let's do that i wonder i wonder a bus match a bus match a bull rope on a bus match holy you throw the guy off and he he shit on the highway whoa well i don't know if you want him to die but it might maybe yeah i could be too too vicious that's too bad that's too scary but but i i feel we might get a gimmick match of some sort i'm interested where this is going Mm. it making it's making Cody look like a star again, like yeah. helping QT and get some guys over and just get airtime and and getting used to working and so much and Cody like it's a it's a fun little storyline. I, I just like lo- I just love the fact that QT Marshall's like becoming a character we like. I love QT. Yeah, I know you do. It's <laughs> killing it. All you QT you know, haters, kill it, kill it for all the you know the average Joes out there. Yeah. He is an average Joe. He's, an average he's above Joe. average Joe now. Yeah, he's, he's in the factory. QT fucking Marshall. Yeah, put some respect on QT's name out there, people. Mm. All right, I'm tired of this QT hate. Yeah. All right. I see you out there hating on QT. Hating on QT because you're not hating a QT. on Paul. <laughs> on Paul. On Paul. <laughs> the movie Paul. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. Fuck Paul. <laughs> We go to an announcement of some matches next week, including the Cody versus. QT, the Blood and Guts match. Um, there's a tag match, a fatal four-way tag match that they announced, like that'll eventually get a title shot. But I'd say some of the biggest news coming out of this show, they announce on the May 12th edition of Dynamite, John Moxley will be defending the IWGP US championship against Yuji Nagata. Crazy. Yeah. They just throw that out there, a little ditty. It's so weird. Like, I don't I don't quite get it because I guess it's they don't want to promote other like stuff on other channels, but they're happy to have the titles and stuff on the TV because there was barely any mention of the Kenta match, like where to where to watch it, what time it was and all that. Like it was mentioned very briefly and the same with Kenny with Swan. It was mentioned in passing. Yet we'll have a. We'll have a New Japan guy come over and have the title defended as long as it's on TNT, I guess. It's weird. Yeah. Um, But I'm excited. This is pretty cool. Yeah. Yuji Nagata on Dynamite. Yeah. The Forbidden Door. He wrestled in WCW on TNT. That's crazy. So, like, that's pretty cool. That's insane. Uh, Yeah. I'm pretty stoked to see this match. Uh, Okay. Um, Conspiracy theory Mm. hats on. Moxley beats him to retain. Mm-hmm. The story with Kenny continues. Kenny says, I'm a belt collector. I want that belt. Okay. And Kenny takes that belt from Moxley. Interesting. Therefore, continuing the story <laughs> on the road to Endgame. Yeah. Kenny and Cody Maybe. somehow, some way. Maybe. Uh, so, yeah, that's how I'm seeing this. But I think it could be a fun match. I really enjoyed the uh, the Suzuki Yuji Nagata match from the New Japan Cup last year. Uh, one of those first like empty arena it ones. It was great. It was really good. And I think Moxley is kind of 
the right guy in AEW to get that kind of match out of Nagata at this age, but I think it should be pretty good. Yeah, I'm super stoked for that. New Japan's kind of been super, not kind of, it's been super whack lately. I have not watched it. Yeah, I'm not super. kind of turned off. Yeah, I'm not super into it right now, and that's kind of unfortunate because they provide a wrestling I like, Mm. but they haven't been kind of doing that lately. And I know things are weird and they're promoting shows that might not happen and all that Mm. stuff, but I want all these companies to do well. But New Japan seems to be going, huh, we should be more like these other companies and do kind of ridiculous things that's not kind of being pure to what people like it for, like the purists like it for. So it is interesting. But this is a cool move. Mm. Uh, I'm interested to see this match. But yeah, I want Kenny to beat Mox for this title now and continue collecting all the belts and maybe actually mention that. Like, I know this was a taped episode, but next week they should maybe cut promos with him holding all these belts. I assume that's why, because it was taped. Yeah. But there was a graphic of him holding it earlier. So yeah. next week, I imagine he'll come out, hopefully. But May 12th, Yuji Nagata versus Moxley, which would be sick. We have Miro, who's backstage somewhere, who is waiting to talk to Kip. And Kip goes in and goes, hey, I just know. And Miro attacks him. Beats the shit out of him. He beats up his friend Kip Sabian, he throws him into the, like, the, the, the garage door, into these lockers, chokes him with a chain, and then closes a door on his arm, and then hugs him and says, you had to pay your dues, kid. So, Miro taking out Kip. In all this time, we wanted to see this happen, and uh, we finally got it. How did it feel? I thought he beat him up really good, actually. I think uh, it, it was pretty decent. Um, I'm happy. I think Miro could be could be a good thing in AEW if used right. I think they completely fucked up up until now with him, really. But the last few weeks, his promos have been good. When he's a beast, just throwing people around and stuff, I find him very entertaining. So I hope this is the step in the right direction. We'll see. This needed to happen. These yeah. guys needed to split. Unfortunately. Mm. Sorry, Kip. <laughs> Sorry, Kip. One day, Kip's going to be like my favorite wrestler. Yeah. I want it to happen. I want him to prove everyone wrong. One day I'll say, Kip, you're the best. You'd be like, oh, can you, I used to not like Kip. I used Kip to hate you. And now he's president of the world. Of the world. <laughs> <laughs> Fighting the alien invasion led by Paul. <laughs> you're not giving it up. We go to our main event, the TNT title on the line on TNT. The real title that some would say here. Darby Allen defending against the Dark Order's 10. Yes. Ten comes out with the Dark Order. Darby comes out with his dad Sting in his T-shirt, and it's it's going on. Uh, Ten is overpowering Darby here, like right away. Obviously, the size difference. He's like hitting throws, stalling suplexes. That's blocked. There's a spinebuster after a commercial break. A one-armed power bomb. Uh, Darby comes back with a stunner, and then. It's there, there's brawling all around the outside. Darby hits a swan dive onto 10 and some, and Alan Angels, who happens to be ringside there. This is where Ethan Page, when the ref is distracted, runs by in a nice pink shirt and throws Darby face first into the ring post and then rolls him in the ring, trying to screw him over and then blows him a kiss. But, uh, Darby kicks out of some of the moves from 10, including his huge German suplex. Darby then kind of has to deep dive deep uh sorry dive deep dive deep here into uh some some cheekiness because he starts ripping at the mask of 10 to get out of one of these holds and then goes for a springboard into like the the coffin drop but gets caught 
into the full Nelson of 10, which is like his finishing move. Uh, listen to Shot in the Dark and you'd know that. And he's using this move and Darby looks like he's about to pass out, but then he runs up the ropes, kicks back, does the back, the, the pushing off the ropes and then over top pinning. Bret Hart. Yeah, the classic Bret Hart spot where he pins 10 here and Darby retains the title. Uh, I, I quite enjoyed this as well. Um, 10 is someone we don't really see wrestle much at all on Dynamite. And for him to be in the main event here, I thought they did a, a really great job building up this main event kind of out of nowhere with the video package earlier showing 10 talking about how he thinks the TNT title is the title, um, how Brody Lee brought him in and he wants to do this for Brody and, um, just saying how important this title is for him because of what it represents in Brody. So I thought that automatically made me invested in this match with this guy that I don't really know a whole deal about. Uh, I found it interesting Darby again going slightly heelish. Last week he kind of gouged the eyes. This week he's ripping out the mask. And uh, he keeps on baby facing himself at the end with the handshake and stuff. But interesting. I wonder if they're going to keep on dropping these little like dirty tactics and start increasing them a bit. He's going to be more of, more of a dick. He's mm. going to be more of a, the evil little punk I think punk it's a good kid. thing to do with a like a, a TV title that you're defending regularly, that you can be the baby face against your, your monster heels, but then when you're up against another baby face, you can kind of lean into that to make it... Cody does it, yeah. Cody always does it. I think it's how you kind of have to be, but I think it's interesting if you're ever going to... Like, I'm wondering if if, this, if Darby has a long reign, could you go Darby Sting eventually and Darby turn on Sting? Well, I, yeah, I want Darby to eventually turn on Sting, which leads to a Sting versus Darby TNT title match. Yes. Which then Sting beats Darby for the TNT title. And Sting, who's been on TNT for a way too many years, finally goes, wow, I'm TNT champion, only to be confronted by Cody, who's like, hey, we shared that moment. You know, we never really got to tie it up. And uh, I think we should. And then Cody takes the title. <laughs> and that should be a retirement match. <laughs> for Sting. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Because uh, that's definitely somewhere I, I would like to see I like it. That. But uh, the reason we're, we're, you're, you could be wondering, well, Sting, I don't know, can he have a match? Well, after this, you mentioned that Darby helps, 10 helps Darby up and Sting's in the ring and they do the shake here, respect. And Darby takes the armband that says Brody and holds it up high. So we get a Brody chant here. But again, he is attacked from Ethan Page. And while Sting is, has to watch this, he is attacked from behind from Scorpio Sky, who clips the leg of Sting and starts taking him down. Yes, Sting takes bumps here, getting thrown around and getting the work, the, the leg worked here. Um, and there's a heel hook from Scorpio Sky on Sting and Ethan Page is beating down on Darby. But for the save, out comes Lance Archer as Ego and Sky run off mm. looking like baddies here. But. It's Darby, Sting, and Archer in the ring who are, like, standing their ground to end the show. Yeah, so uh, I imagine we'll get some multi-man match at some point, but it, it looks like we're getting Ethan Page and Darby soon, I'd imagine. P sorry, Page versus yeah. Darby? Yeah. Which, obviously, they had a great uh, Evolve rivalry, so it'll be interesting going back to that. Make it a body bag match. Fuck yeah. Right? Why not? Go crazy. Uh, yeah, so I'm interested in seeing... It should be Sting and Darby versus Sky and Page, but that's why Archer came out. Yeah, so. who's... Oh, it would be Darby and Archer against yeah. Sky and Page. That makes sense. Yeah, that's With why he came... Sting cheerleading on the outside. 
in a t-shirt. What did you think of the match? Uh, overall, I, I like the match. It's interesting. Darby's been main eventing since they've been unopposed. Mm. So they've created like this star instantly with just this past like month because mm. people tune in go, must go, oh, this is the guy then. Like he's main eventing and he's putting on some solid matches yeah. uh, over time. And and that's the thing. The whole thing with like ratings and stuff like that. Obviously, I, lo- I love hearing that wrestling's getting, you know, higher views and, and stuff because you want as a fan, we want it to like be, be doing really well. But They've cracked a million and they haven't promoted like a blood and guts till next week. They haven't promoted a big Cody Rhodes match until, until like kind of next, like they haven't yeah, blo- loaded blood and guts next week will be very interesting because they haven't loaded things like no. AEW has loaded and done super shows in the past that were opposed with NXT. Now you, you say Kenny versus Mox on TV, like you could get quite a lot of viewers tuning in. So I think, uh, AEW is going to continue to go up. Uh, hopefully they don't switch over to Tuesday nights. No, with the NHL. Oh, suck. Maybe Monday night. The Monday night wars. He said. Uh, Tony Khan said not Monday nights because of NFL and the Jaguars. Yeah. So unless it's just random weeks, they move or do a later time or whatever. I don't know. I'd like Mondays personally, but he ruled that out. Yeah. So maybe they'll stay and they just do late late night dynamites again, or yeah, who knows what. But um. Yeah, I I think like they they'll keep getting lots of views and Darby's been a good champion so far with these title defenses. They've definitely made like a, a young star out of these guys thus far, but overall a pretty good show actually. I was really impressed I with the show. Really enjoyed this one and especially the the tape shows often are a little weaker for me, but top to bottom I really enjoyed this. I thought interesting choice with the opener with Cage going over. I thought the the Young Bucks match was very entertaining. Orange Cassidy Penta was probably my match of the night. 100%. I thought the parlay was awesome. I, I really loved those promos in that. Um, yeah. Uh, and the main event was great. Uh, top to bottom, thoroughly enjoyed it. There wasn't really a, a any weak spot this week. Yeah, everything kind of hit for me yeah. in one way or another. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to next week, Blood and Guts. Do you think the pinnacle goes over or the inner circle reign supreme? I think it's it's pretty much always the baby faces win these things. But I kind of think the pinnacle need to a bit more. And then MJF just kicks them to the curb already like, eh. Yeah, like I, I think it's if the pinnacle lose, I think they've, they haven't been built up too great okay. for this. Sean Spears takes the pin or gives up. Submission, yeah. And then they kick him out. Okay. Think that's what's going to happen? Yeah. Tapped out by... Uh, chains and shit yeah yeah something crazy weapons yeah um and cody beats qt oh no 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 no. soprano wins yeah (laughs) okay gotcha uh and there's the other matches are are cool but those are the blood and guts is it the tag match next week the the four-way for the number one contenders yeah yeah um so that should be good yeah it should be a great show and we'll actually be doing a watch along for that that's right hey if you're going to be watching Blood and guts. Join us on the Twitch because we'll be doing a watch along. Twitch.tv slash up next podcast. If you already uh, aren't there, go. Uh, what is it? Subscribe. What do you do on Twitch? You sub- follow and you, you follow, can subscribe. Subscribe, all that stuff, and shout out everyone who's in there and 
and always handing out subs. You guys are wild. Mm. Uh, yeah, join us for the watch along. We haven't done one since like uh, when you did one for T- Impact. Yes. Yeah. So we do watch alongs for for big shows and stuff like that, and we're doing one this month for Backlash. And uh, I swear there's another pay-per-view. Oh, uh, Double or Nothing. Double or Nothing. Yeah, Yeah. AEW. So, yeah, we figured we'll do our first ever AEW Dynamite watch along for Blood and Guts, uh, a one-off there. So join us next week. And then we'll go live after, stay on live after and do this post-show for that show. So all, all the BDE on Dynamite next week as well absolutely so many things stacked week in our new place hopefully yeah we'll have in our new place all, all nice it might look half-assed because we'll be like unpacking and stuff yeah. but we're gonna still do a watch along because fuck we it will. we won't stop potting uh thank you for listening and supporting follow up next on twitter instagram at up next podcast for all the updates of all the shows we do and and just all the thoughts and memes and everything we like to post. Uh, give us a follow. Give us the likes and RTs. They are appreciated. And patreon.com slash up next. Five bucks a month. North American tier. All these podcasts. Best match ever. Was next. Everything. We've been working pretty hard and we're, we're, uh, enjoying doing all these shows lately. And we've, we've, we want to share them with you. Yes. And if you're a Patreon, um, if you're a patron of us, uh, you are able to call in in, uh, BD Elite. Uh, I don't think, I think everyone's wanting us to it's go to quiet bed night. It's, they know we're, we're busy and want to move. Um, Hackman in the chat says we should live stream the move. Live stream the that move. That sounds terrible. That, no, too stressful. Too stressful. Yeah. Um, but yes, if you are a patron, you can call in every Wednesday night at the end of AEW. Yeah. Uh, we appreciate you listening. Go check out all that stuff. All the other podcasts. Up Next is up. Shot in the Dark is up. All the other shows. I, myself, Braden Harrington. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram. I am at the Brady. And I am at Davey Portman. Take care. Goodbye. Be safe. And I'll sheet a later. Ahoy! What a terrible pun. <laughs> You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors, sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Dunkin'. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. Hey there, BreezeLine has a holiday gift just for you. One month of free internet for all your family's gift sites, book flights, and movie nights. Get reliable, fast internet with speeds starting at 100 megabits per second for just $19.99 a month. Plus, free Wi-Fi your way home for the first 12 months. And your first month is free. BreezeLine wishes you all a happy and bright holiday season. If only they could give you a little holiday relief from all the matching family outfits. Service subject to availability. New residential customers in select areas only. Visit BreezeLine.com for complete offer details.